0: Hey, podcast listeners, this is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at SmalleyInstitute.com. You know, most of the time, I hate it when people try to compare marriage to, you know, running a good business, or, or even worse, people love to compare marriage to the military in terms of how things should work and, and decision-making. But unfortunately, well, I came across a business article the other day that got me thinking about your relationship and how you actually might really benefit from doing this business business thing in your marriage? Well, of course, I had to make a few alterations to make sure it actually was helpful. So have you ever tried to give a quote-unquote status report for your marriage? Not like the ones you might get at work. This report is going to help you increase how much you love each other. That's what's happening today on Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, just one of the hosts, Michael Smalley, along with the co-host of co-hosts. Seth Johnson. Mm. You were ready for a gross over-exaggeration, weren't you? I was. And I don't think it happened.
1: It didn't. I, I don't even know how to feel about so that. So every time you are about to introduce me, I have to watch you and try to <laughs> gauge and judge your body language to know like, when I jump in. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, it, in a very flattering way, the introduction goes on and on. <laughs> And other times, it hey, doesn't. that's great radio. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like walking all over your words.
0: And so, oh, you weren't done? Okay. No. And so, okay, no. And no, I know that you're doing that. And so sometimes, now I'm going to have to obviously trick you with my body language. Right. Like, oh, look, he's relaxing. He's obviously done, but I'm not. Well, you you
1: already did not make eye contact with me during this section. And I, I think that's to try to throw me
0: off already. <laughs> So, do you know what I mean by the marriage analogies? Sometimes people try to make in terms of how to help, you know, a business has to have the ultimate decision maker. That's usually oftentimes the argument people like to make. I haven't heard
1: these analogies. You
0: haven't? No. You've never heard someone say, like, if in support of a hierarchical. Oh. That's a word. Wow. Well done, sir. Hierarchical. (laughs) Hierarchical. (laughs) Hierarchical. You should just (laughs) stop by your head. And, you know, they try, because, you know, I'm an egalitarian. So I believe the only thing that makes sense for anybody who claims to be a disciple of Jesus Christ is to lay your life down and serve others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, men thinking that, you know, somehow I get the ultimate authority and decision in the family has never made sense to me. And for those of you who might be bristling right now, I just encourage you to read all of Ephesians 5, starting at 21, you know, where it says wives and husbands submit to each other and then go all the way through, like, 37, 39. Mm -hmm. So I'm not making stuff up here. Right. But oftentimes people in trying to argue why the husband should, because in a company somebody, but a marriage is not a company. Yeah. So you're right. In a company, yes.
1: What if the company is a partnership
0: and then you have? Well, it depends (laughs) how the bylaws of the LLC are (laughs) written and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Did you even know I knew the term LLC? Uh I mean I had faith that you knew. Because I've started But so do you many- know what LLC stands for? <laughs> limited liability company. Oh, well done, sir. <laughs> and there's also an LLP, limited liability partnership. partnership. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, but that's what I mean. And 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 other times to try to defend this v- ridiculous view of one person in a marriage is over the other person, you know, they'll use the idea of the military. You know, you gotta have a chain of command and which is true, by the way. And I agree in the military. So I guess if you want to have a militaristic marriage, there you go. (laughs) That should be fun.
1: So who gets to be the general? Exactly. (laughs) And make and who's the drill sergeant? I guess.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what I meant. But but you know, this morning I was going through some of the positive psychology. Who was kind of the big godfather of the positive psychology movement is Dr. Martin Seligman of the University of Pennsylvania. Who I just love his stuff, and this is a great thing. We did a couple of shows on the book uh, uh, "Grit" by mm-hmm. Angela Duckworth, mm-hmm. and she comes out from his kind of school of thought. Okay. And, and so, anyways, this article was talking about how to, you know, in the in the context of business, right, is instead of having a prog or a status report, right, mm-hmm. that's where you're. Your boss sits down with you quarterly or whatever.
1: Let's talk about how you're doing. Look at your sales numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: That can oftentimes be viewed negatively. So this positive psychology guy, let me find his name here, Scott Crabtree, who goes by, by the way, his, his Twitter handle is Scott Crab. Okay. I just want to encourage him if he listens to the show. Don't go with Scott Crab. You got to change, man. <laughs> Why? Give your whole name. You don't stop with crab.
1: You have something against crabs? I think they're delicious.
0: Yeah, they can be, but they could also be taken in a different way other than seafood. I don't understand. Hey, this is a clean family show, so we won't go into it. I'm just telling you, Scott Crabtree, easy Twitter handle, at Scott Crabtree. Maybe that was already taken. No way. There can't be two Scott <laughs> Crabtrees out there in the world. I, I bet we can do a quick search and find out. <laughs> so he wrote an article called, Write a Happiness Boosting Progress Report. So instead of a ta- status report, mm-hmm. he's kind of arguing, why don't you do a progress report and make it more positive? Now, you might be wondering, how on earth did this get me thinking about marriage?
1: Well, because everything in the world gets you thinking about marriage. <laughs> I do kind of eat, breathe, and live this stuff. It's it's almost like it's not only a job but a passion.
0: Yeah. Well, what it got me thinking about is, you know, and we're constantly trying to help people learn how to communicate, right? So we have an amazing series of shows on Love Talk, L-O-V-E, Love Talk. You can search that on our website and find that series. Hey, maybe if Seth – Maybe if you're loving enough, you'll actually include the link to that series of shows in the notes for this sh- episode. Ooh, you're going to put work in my plate. I'm putting plate in your work. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Hey, just just <laughs> listeners so you know, um, while we've been dialoguing, I have been researching and um, vetting uh, oh. <laughs> Scott Crabtree on his Instagram handle. they are there, so fact-oriented. And there are other uh, at Scott Crabtrees already. So that's probably why he went. I think they're all fake accounts
0: he created. So
1: I validate you, uh, Mr. Crabtree, for your (laughs) choice in Instagram handles. Scott Crab.
0: (laughs) I got the crab. Okay. It just doesn't work. Yeah, just stop. Sorry. So in this article, he suggested doing a progress report instead of a status report. And the reason I'm thinking about this for your marriage is we're constantly. So we will provide the link to the Love Talk series of shows at some point. During this episode, we will add that to the notes. So you go to smalleyinstitute.com, and you'll see this show, and you can click on it to read the show notes, which is where we put all the cool stuff, right? And so we want couples to be able to communicate Mm
1: -hmm.
0: effectively. Right. Right. So probably many of you listening, you get scared about talking about serious things or difficult things. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you don't, frankly, have the tools, right? So it tends to melt down and becomes overly negative, and that's kind of miserable. Right. Well, this conversation that I'm going to help you have, and we actually have how many? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six major questions that you can discuss with each other that would give you this progress report for your relationship.
1: Yeah, and they're not not too tough, but they're...
0: They're not. They're, they're not th- negative. I mean, it could be like anything on Earth. It could be used, you know, as a weapon.
1: Right. Well, I mean, uh, for for me, when I was reading over them, I would have an easy time discussing these. Yeah,
0: they're not scary. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, how have I messed up horribly in the last <laughs> six months?
1: Right. And they're not. And for me, uh, they're not too like specific, where I would get pinholed into a, a certain answer, which that freaks me out when people ask me uh, uh, so questions like that.
0: you're saying it's well open-ended? hmm Yeah. So it's not trying to trap so anybody. So it starts a
1: discussion instead of just oh. like, hey,
0: yes. That's what we're we trying to, to do. No. Because no. couples don't have enough discussions about their relationship, right? So you're just kind of going through life, and you might be raising kids, and you might be doing this and doing that, and you're working and trying to pay the bills, and then you kind of look around and you realize, whoa, we're kind of disconnected, or whoa, we're not as close as we used to be, or whoa, we got some stuff to work on. Hey,
1: ho. <laughs> yeah, Apparently every action starts with,
0: woo. whoa, oh, man. So we're going to help you do a state of the marriage report. How's that sound? Sounds very official. So there are six kind of key questions that you're going to want to ask and Again, we have those in the show notes, so just go to the website, smollyinstitute.com. And you know what? I'll even provide this on our marriage app. Oh. Yeah. The application that we have for mobile devices. I know. It's called Reignite Your Marriage. Just do that search no matter what platform you are and no matter what kind of smart device it is. Mm -hmm. And we got it. Literally. Even if you're one of the one or two people that owns a Windows phone, it's available in that app. It's there. It's right there. We're waiting to download so, for free.
1: So there's actually the possibility that we, we could have our app on 100% of the Windows phones. We could.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if just one of you downloads it. Right. <laughs> Statistically, it'll be significant enough to give us 100%. Right.
1: Because
0: <laughs> do you know anyone? No. I, I don't have a single person.
1: Not since. I think the last one that I saw was in uh, 2008. <laughs> Only you would remember that. I actually have a very specific memory of when I saw it. You're like, oh, that's still around? I am kind of
0: a tech nerd, but you guys know that. So here's number one. What's the most meaningful thing you've experienced with us in the past year or less? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Now, do you know why we're asking these kinds of things? I mean, to understand where you're at. To understand where you're at. but And kind of like how you hinted. These questions are meant to be worded positively. So, what's important for your relationship is to have these meaningful, deep, connecting kind of conversations mm-hmm. about good things because that tends to start building on itself. Yeah. Like that good like the snowball analogy, right? You push right. that sucker down. Well, often most of us are pushing that negative one. Right? And that's the one building up the momentum. At some point we got to go, "All right, there's negative things." But the truth is, there's also really good things. So why don't we get our focus and energy turned on the positive?
1: Yeah, and you're more likely to come back to these positive things if that's what you're focused on and thinking about. I mean, like for me, uh, I just started uh, running again, and I hate running so much so, and I love it. (laughs) I train and run on a throne of ice all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, like this morning, I was running and. and instead of realizing how I can't run you know, 10 miles straight like I used to, um, <sighs> now like, I'm on mile two, and I'm focusing like, man, my pace has actually improved even in two weeks um, from what it was. And focusing on that instead of the sadness of uh, my past goals, but actually where my success is yeah. right now.
0: What's, what's How am I going to define success today?
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: not looking back what I used to be able to do. That's really good, yeah. Seth.
1: I'm like, hey, I actually like, I got up, I did, I did this, and I, and I accomplished this goal of the day, and that's God success, man. and that's awesome. Just
0: thinking about 10 miles, I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here, thinking
1: about that. Oh, oh, cramp. So I, when, when I could do that, I mean, it was because I, when I ran a half marathon a couple years ago, the first time I ever did that, I just stopped. When I finished running, was like, I don't know who I am, because <laughs> I hate running so much. And I was like, why would anyone ever want to run 10 miles?
0: Yeah, Have you ever had that experience of those the, the endorphins or the something that kicks in, the runner's high? No. Yeah, I, neither have I. I've st- I still been holding
1: out for that. <laughs> I'm like,
0: at some point, it's coming. I'm no. like, I could jog or do heroin. Well, jogging doesn't work.
1: Now, I will say the w- weird thing happened, um, it usually happened around after like six miles or so, that if I stopped... You would start crying? Yeah, <laughs> just break down tears. If I stopped... Uh, running and started just walking for a while, it felt too weird to walk, and I would have to start running again. Really? Yeah, I would like stop and kind of rest, I'm like, oh, it just feels weird. It's funny,
0: because I just always feel weird to run.
1: <laughs> right, it just never changes. <laughs> one of my comedy
0: shows recently, that's how I started off, you know, they introduced, yeah, hey, welcome tonight for Date Night, one of our fun Comedy of Love Date Night events. And, you know, Michael Smalling, and sometimes they, you know, get a little bit carried away with building me up, and I beg them not to. Right. Just don't say anything positive. And so I come out now and I love, my favorite thing is go, oh, thank you. Thank, well, let me tell you a little bit more about me. I'm a triathlete. <laughs> I'm a vegan. And, well, you can't see me now, but you get the humor. You should totally come out in a onesie at one point and be like, yeah, I'm a triathlete. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that is definitely not going to I wouldn't want to privately in my own home with no one else around put a onesie on. That would be too depressing. All right, so moving on. So, number one, what's the most meaningful thing you've experienced with us in the past year or less, Seth? Number two. Number two,
1: when have you felt the deepest connection with me, Michael?
0: Ooh. Well, see, this is met between a husband and a wife. Oh, right. Unless I get to be the husband (laughs) and you're the wife. Not podcast partners. Not (laughs) podcast partners. (laughs) So, when have you felt the deepest connection with me? That's another phenomenal question. And here's another important thing about asking these kinds of questions, because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And my my guess is a lot of you are going to find some pretty interesting, surprising answers and responses.
1: Yeah. I Like this question, I, I mentioned earlier how I think these are all relatively, like, quote unquote, easy questions to answer. But this is one I'd have to talk about the most, because I don't, this isn't something that I've consciously thought about before. Like, even right now, I'm thinking about in the last year with Sean, and like, when... Have I yeah, what that, would yours be? Um...
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: That's a good question. Well, uh, without getting into it, I mean this last uh, this last summer. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, so going through trials, or it was a deep connection. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about for Amy and I in the last year. How have I felt the the deepest connection with my wife? Hmm. You know, what's funny for me. I think I feel the most connected when she and I are goofing off with each other. Yeah. That would really be my response. hmm That, for me, even though I know the word goofy is in there, that is that is very connecting for me. Yeah. It's just being silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say... Well, the- you and
1: I are similar like that. We talked about you, before yeah. the show. And I think, for me, the same thing. Overall, those moments where like we're just being kind of ridiculous together mm-hmm. feel very connected.
0: I do. And our wives are different that way. They're mm-hmm. probably not going to have the word goofy <laughs> <Right>. in their <laughs> deepest connection. But, hey, I you know what? I'm glad we brought this up because that's okay. I'm allowed to feel that way. I'm allowed to say, hey... When we're because I'm thinking of a a, there's been a few times because it's really only been a few times because this isn't really what she does. You know, I love my jacuzzi. Mm -hmm. I'm practically in that every single day of my life. And from time, every blue moon, you know, maybe two or three times in the last year four, I don't know, um, Amy, I'll see her because I can kind of see our master bedroom from the jacuzzi. And I'll kind of see her prancing around and running to the bathroom, and then she's coming, and she's in her swimsuit, Mm -hmm. which means spontaneously she's going to get in with me, which she rarely does. Yeah, That would be a deep connection for me. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling loved. I'm feeling served. I'm feeling like a priority in that moment. Those those are special, and it can be. Mm -hmm. I think where couples get into trouble, and let's just go to this age-old men versus women and the differences and all that. I think a lot of times wives dismiss that for their husbands. They yeah. think, oh my gosh, that's so stupid or that's so silly or really? Right. That's not deeply connected. It is. Mm-hmm. It is for your husband.
1: Yeah. And I that, mean, that's a great point. Like something that on the surface seems so frivolous is easy to kind of just have that deep connection and um, have a kind of like re- relational success.
0: Yeah. Well, number three, what's the biggest thing you've learned in the past year?
1: Now, when you ask this, are you saying like learn in your relationship about each other or
0: just I think earthly well, knowledge? Anything. It can be about each other, it can be about what you've learned. Cause I would say, hmm, in the last year, I would probably answer that maybe the biggest life lesson, I might I kind of read that as a life lesson thing. Okay. Is allowing people to be dysfunctional and love and forgive them anyways. Okay. That will probably be wow. my big one. And funny enough, that doesn't even relate to Amy. Well, yeah. I mean, it does. Hopefully she'll benefit from that because she's not perfect. Right. She looks perfect. But, in <laughs> fact, she is not perfect. Uh, that would probably be mine. What's yours? Wow, the biggest thing. We're getting thing- to know each other. Yeah. This, this is fun. I know when Shauna listens to this episode, she's
1: like, so you're having this conversation <laughs> with Michael... On air before you're having it with me. Yes. I love you, baby. Yes, I am. So I'll have the conversation again with her whenever this airs. that's um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what happens. She she listens to the shows whenever they're out and they're like, Oh, well, let's talk about about this now. Biggest thing I've learned in the last year, ah uh, I don't know. That's that, a tough one. That would have to be I mean, I'm just
0: I'm an avid learner, so I learn a lot. <laughs> I am constantly <laughs> learning. To try to narrow this down <laughs> to one thing, Michael, that's div- Hey, you, you know what just made me think? What? To make this exercise maybe a little easier for the folks, mm-hmm. the listeners, mm-hmm. the average person like we are. <laughs> well, you know, Maybe it'd be good to go, hey, I'd love this weekend or I'd love in a week or whenever to go through these questions with you. But here they are so that – The two of you spend time kind of thinking through these questions before you actually have a meal or try to discuss it with each other. Mm -hmm. That way you don't – because I know for me with ADD, it's hard for me for someone to go, what's the one thing that I'm like, I don't remember anything (laughs) past 45 seconds ago, Right, 30 seconds ago.
1: But, But also for me, some of the fun of these questions is like, Hashing them out together in the moment, so really? I so I don't oh. have the initial answer because Shauna is very good at continuing to like press and get me to concentrate on in on an answer. Hmm. Um, so that's fun because like for me, I'm thinking like these could actually be fun. Almost like uh, coffee questions. Yeah,
0: for sure. So yeah, uh, you know, at your sh- cool coffee house somewhere yeah. chilling. Too
1: bad Shauna doesn't like coffee. But oh. Maybe a bar, hot, hot chocolate. No, she doesn't like that either. Yeah. Man. Somewhere that serves some nice
0: filtered ice water. Yes. (laughs) Maybe they, hey, that could be a business for somebody. (laughs) Open (laughs) up a a water house. (laughs) All All right. right, Let's move on. What's our next one? Uh, Our next one is
1: number four. So how have we improved over the past year?
0: Now, I know this one could get people a little scared. Mm -hmm. You know, because you might be thinking. And by the way, with all of your answers in this, it's meant to be a fun, positive experience. Right. So if you're so stressed out with each other that you can't even do this without using it as a weapon to attack, then don't do it. You're not ready. Mm -hmm. Check out the Reignite Marriage Intensive Program. Get some help. Mm -hmm. Because you need to be able to do these things without attacking. Right. Right. So this is a safe place.
1: And I'd say for this one for, for Sean and I, and it, it comes back to actually the answer for number two, the deepest connection. It's like during that uh kind of rough patch that we had during the summer, um her and I getting better at checking in with one another. Um and just like emotionally mm. just like, Hey, how, how are you doing? What's what's going on in your head and your heart right now? Doing a better job of that instead of me just assuming she can read me and knows what I'm feeling and me doing the same
0: for her. So verbalizing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Better at that. Yeah. That's a good
1: one. And for me, like, honestly, that conversation initially, I don't know why, it's just awkward. Um, and So moving past that where it's no longer awkward and I can just be like, hey, how are things? What's going on?
0: That's big. Mm-hmm. I think for Amy and I, I don't know, the, the word that comes up first for me is grace. I think we've... I think our biggest improvement has been giving each other more grace, more benefit of the doubt, which has been really nice because and we've obviously this is no secret. Amy and I are not compatible, right? So <laughs> we 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 give each other opportunities constantly to get into fights and to have a difference of opinion or just a major disagreement over something, because we don't think alike. We're very different. Personality, right. all this stuff. And so for us, I think getting better at grace with each other has been a good thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, we should have had our wives on this show. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. I was thinking, I'd be curious on how Amy would answer these. Or maybe we just need to do a
1: show that's where Amy, we do. Amy's this. hosting and Sean is here and they just do it oh,
0: without us. Very interesting. <laughs> I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel safe. Very with that. interesting. I don't like it. <laughs> Number five what goals would you like us to meet together this year? This is an important question for me because I don't feel like couples have enough goals, things that they're wanting to achieve with each other. Mm -hmm. That could be relational. That could be monetarily. That could be parenting-wise. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, but there's something uniting and intimacy building about having a goal that we're both conscious about that we're trying to reach. Yeah, and what is that? But no one ever talks about that in their marriage. It's easy in parenting, and sometimes it's easy in your business, right? Mm-hmm. To, what's your goal, right. and how are we going to meet it? But we don't Can do that enough. Numbers. Yeah.
1: So, Sh- Shauna and I—is uh, it last year? I can't what it was. Uh, we didn't end up following through with this, and I wish we would have. So maybe we'll do it this year. <laughs> so but- you didn't meet this goal. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, good it choice. ended up being more of a competition, <laughs> but I thought it was great because so like we we both. Uh, wanted to uh, get back and um, working out more regularly in gym stuff, and uh, I personally needed some more motivate motivation, and so I was like, all right, how if we do this? Uh, we both get our um our BMI, and Ugh. um, I'm not doing that. <clears throat> <laughs> well, because well, we wanted to like do something on weight loss, or but more yeah. like um, but had to be more which of,
0: BMI is your
1: body mass, mass index. index, yeah. And so, which it has to be different because how men and women lose weight differently, right. and so it's more like okay, we need a percentage and check. Yeah. Anyways, and so mine would come out similar <laughs> to the Pillsbury Doughboys. So my idea was okay, like this started in like conversation, like September or something like that. Like okay, by Christmas um, or beginning of December, whoever you know has the better results, uh, they get. X amount of dollars that we've set aside that they can spend on whatever thing that they want, like so it doesn't have to be something that benefits both of us. It could be completely selfish, or it could, it could be like a um, you know short vacation thing or whatever. And um, we both kind of went at it for a while, but we never actually finalized what the amount was going to be. And what, <laughs> so we kind of like eh. <laughs> kind of, but drizzled out. down. We did actually both get back into. Um, working out and in the gym, so that was good. That was good. So there was some health that came out of it. Yeah, we just wouldn't didn't have quite the follow through. So,
0: and, and I'm surprised you didn't just catch the error I made. I said it drizzled out. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I meant to say it fizzled out. Yeah, but it came out drizzled, <laughs> and you didn't jump on it.
1: Well, look, maybe I'm trying to be a better man.
0: Maybe you've grown over the last year. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> We don't even have to plan those things. <laughs> no. So, okay, we're on to the last and potentially most helpful oh. all question right. that you can ask. Number six.
1: All right. On a scale from one to ten, how would you rank your satisfaction with our marriage? Ooh, people get nervous about this Yeah. One. Well, even in the quote-unquote like, tell-all episode that you and I did with our spouses, I mean, we had a good laugh over uh, how our wives ranked us and what that meant. And we had to filter their answers through their personality types and lenses because, like, how you and I would answer— It's a 12! Yeah, in through our filters, it's completely different. It wasn't necessarily that they were being more negative, but they just had a different reference than we did.
0: And here's the thing where I try to encourage people. This is such a fantastic question to ask each other, and, again, not obsessively. Not every day, not every month, maybe once or twice a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to have this conversation because you want to know what, it, where are we right now? Yeah. But it, listen, folks, it's not always going to be good. It's just not. Right. You, you go through things, right? Trauma and meanness and stress and things. You know, sin. Know, <laughs> sin. And so it's not always good. You want to know when it's not good. Yeah. But the best part are the follow-up questions to the first question. There, so there's like sub subset of questions. Very important. Because if you just say, hey, where are we? On the scale from 1 to 10, your spouse goes a 5, and that's it. Yeah. That's probably going to be <laughs> – There needs to be some follow-up. Yeah, there's going to be some tough things because the natural next question is, hey, all right, so if, if we're – And listen, if you're at a 5 or lower or a 6 or a 7, whatever, relax because – Everything is solvable. Mm -hmm. All you're doing is hearing where it is right now. Don't 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 look at that negative. Like oh my gosh, I'm a failure. And it seems like I shared this recently on an episode. So just stop me. But well, not that everyone listens to every episode. I guess they should be right. You guys should be. But
1: if they're not sharing every episode with your friends, I won't make friends. I won't make
0: (laughs) threads because that would be hurtful. But. That was, you know, something I struggled with early on in my marriage was catastrophizing anything I did negatively. So if Amy had to confront me about something, I made it into this horrible thing, and I'm the worst person ever, and how did you marry? You know, I just melted down, which took away from a very legitimate need of Amy's that needed to be changed or happening or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? So I just want to encourage you, that's not the healthy response. So if you're if your spouse isn't overly satisfied, that is okay. Yeah, that might be partly your issue. Could be probably partly their issue. I mean, there's a whole bunch of factors. The reason you're asking this is because where do you want it to be? Yeah, that's the next question. Mm-hmm. Is okay, honey. Where are we today? And if you get a, a, if you get a disappointing answer, I don't know what disappointing. What would what would what number? What's the highest number Shauna could give you, but it would be disappointing? And uh, then lower, we know is even more.
1: I am probably like
0: a five or maybe a six. Really, yeah. I would probably. <laughs> this is even our personality. Seven, <laughs> I'd be like <laughs>
1: seven. Well, because in in my head, like a five is is average. Yeah, and uh, like I want our relationship to, to be more than that.
0: Yeah, so, so do I. But funny enough, my number is seven. Yeah. So that's I would feel a tinge disappointed or hurt or yeah. Just sad or you know what and f- might probably feel like a failure and there'd be some buttons pushed. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Because the next question is, all right, so if we're at a five for you, Seth, or seven for me, or it could be a three, right. right? And you know what's funny? There's times I know I could ask Amy this question and I'm thinking it's going to be way worse than what she actually feels. So mm-hmm. it could go the opposite, by the way. You might be going into this scared to death that your spouse is going to give you a three and you get a six. Yeah, and then you're like a six. I'll take it.
1: Well, and also if you've never uh, asked this question or had this conversation before, like you don't have a reference point for what they'd say before, because they like they might say five now, but like hey, but last year could've it was like a,
0: a three. Yeah, it could have been a two. Right,
1: and so maybe even a one. So they're saying five is, is like this is great that this, we've got. We're to this getting point. better. But then since you've had no check in prior to this, you're like, oh crap,
0: it's a yeah. five. Yeah. So. But don't don't take it that way, because the very next question is, all right, so we're at a five, or we're at a six, or we're at a eight. Mm-hmm. Where do you want it to be? And this, yeah. again, will be person my, my wife, and I'm assuming Shauna wouldn't, probably never going to give it a 10. She's never going to go, I want us to have a 10, because in her mind, that's perfection. Right. And we can't reach that. So yeah. she might give it an 8.9. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's definitely Shauna.
0: You know, it's not going to be that high number, which is okay. Or, again, I would say 10 comfortably. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'd love it to be a 10, and here's how, because, you know, I'm different. So the next question is, all right, so this is where it is. Now, where would you like it to be? And then it's this third question, the follow-up to the all-powerful number six. (laughs) How can I get it from a 5 to an 8.9? How can I get it from a 3 to an 8? How can I get it from a 7 to a 10? Yeah. That's the magical question.
1: Well, in like in the notes, uh, I like how it's phrased, like, what can I specifically do to help get it to where you want? So I like the, or it says specifically. So then it's just like, uh, just general statements. Because the more specific you are, most likely um, the more tangible the actions can be and then the results. It's like, oh, well, you know, to get to the other number, I guess I could be more loving. You know, instead of saying right. that, like, okay, how can you show that you're more loving? Okay, I'll, well, I know that you were honored by when I you know, am
0: doing the dishes for you and taking out the trash. So I will do that more often. Now it's like you have a to-do list or a task list of things that I know would be like deposits for my spouse to get it from wherever it is. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, this question is why this final one isn't negative. And that's why you don't have to be scared to ask the initial question of, hey, how would you rank it on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being highly satisfied, 1 being you should sleep with one eye open kind of a thing. (laughs) The reason you don't need to be afraid to ask that is because you're going to be able to resolve it. You're going to be able to solve this thing. You're going to be able to get it from wherever it is to where you both want it to be. And you're going to have specific, specific action items on how to attain it. Mm -hmm. Good gracious. It's like uh, your spouse is their own love map, right? They know. I know what I need in order to be satisfied and fulfilled in our relationship. So, if you would do these things, that would get me there. Why wouldn't I want to know those things? Right. But we'll never get there if we never ask. Mm -hmm. Man, that was good stuff.
1: Well, in this, in like I liked it. Even these these six questions. like, it's, a, it's an easy progression to, to get there into the the specific um, how can we make it better. So it's not just from the get-go of starting conversations. Like, you know, from, hey, how are you doing today? So how do you rank us and what can I do specifically? Like, it, it's a good conversation that naturally will flow to that point and how you can actually improve and make better your relationship.
0: And I just want everyone to know that Seth almost... Almost got the correct URL to the Love Talk series.
1: Wait, which? what did I do wrong?
0: Well, you gave a link to one of the shows in the Love Talk series. But if you want to give a link that would give them all of the episodes that they can click to, you got to do the one I just put in there. Hey, buddy, you were close. (laughs) And it counts because you made it a lot easier for me to get that link.
1: Hey, you know, I just, I wanted
0: you to have a success. So for those of you who are still listening, and I hope it's all of you, we now have the Love Talk series direct link, so you can also better learn how to resolve conflict and have those deep, meaningful conversations and keep it safe.
1: Hey, good episode.
0: You know, I liked it too. Hey, let's high five. Yeah. Was that loud enough?
1: Yeah, it was clearly. Surely
0: they'll hear it. I can add in sound effects if not it sound like a cannon. <laughs> well, don't forget, if you desire to turn your relationship around starting today, check out our online courses at SmalleyInstitute.com. We've got hours of our best video series all converted to an online platform for your convenience. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Head on over to SmalleyInstitute.com and make it happen. Sign up for one of our online courses. And Seth, if the folks enjoy this show, I don't know. Is there something they could do to show? Oh, there's, there's the love. something they could
1: do. They can head on over to, uh, to iTunes or wherever, really wherever they listen to the podcast from and leave us a review. It really helps us uh, know what you guys think on our, our content and what we're delivering. And also, it helps others to find the show uh, better. So, the more reviews we have, uh, the more upfront the podcast is and so other people can
0: find this content amen and we are still we're still collecting your stories so if you have a story of redemption of hope of reconciliation of forgiveness of you know overcoming we want to know about it and we'd love to interview you on the show with seth and i Mm -hmm. so if you're in the houston area you can actually come in studio which is super exciting or if you're outside of the area, we'll we'll give you a call. And it makes for some pretty powerful shows.
1: We promise not to make it too awkward.
0: No. Well, no. We can't promise that. <laughs> Don't be a liar. <laughs> well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more online at SmalleyInstitute.com or call us toll free at 888-565-6462.